0: That's right. There's no can in football. There's no crying in baseball. This is New York giant trade talk powered by online. Big blue LLC. Got a lot of talk about today. I want to talk about giants. OTAs, the continuation of the giants OTAs. I want to talk about Jalen Hyatt and how he can, uh, you know what exactly he is going to do and potentially help this New York giant football team and how there may be a parallel. Ooh, a parallel, like a parallel universe. I don't know about anything about parallel universes. Um, want to talk about OTA. So let, let's talk, let's talk about OTAs for a second. The Giants uh, OTA program has been going on. So they, they're running the OTAs, the voluntary OTAs from the 22nd, 23rd, the 23rd, and also the 25th. So there's a lot of big exciting news coming out of the OTAs. And again, we're we'll reporting on it again. That's yep, all the exciting news. Cause the OTAs are more for the players. They're not for the fans. They're not really because of the fact that you may see a highlight here and there. You may see something come out of the OTAs, but it's, it's really no big deal because what happens in the OTAs is nothing because it's a voluntary program. You have to get into mandatory minicamp into June 13th. That's when you need to start to, you know, that's when fans maybe should start paying attention a little bit more. Not just, ooh, look at that great catch in the OTAs wearing shorts and a helmet. It is what it is. It's something to talk about. It's something to write about, I guess. While, you know, while you're going into the dog days of summer, which should be soon. But I I mean, like I said, I'm not, I don't put any stock in the OTAs because the OTAs are more for the players. The OTAs are more for the coaching staffs to get familiar with their new players, bring into the playbooks, get everyone up to speed. So when you get into mandatory mini camps and you get into training camp, you have a better opportunity and a better option to understand, the nuances of the offenses and you hit the ground running. So that's why we're really not going to do anything about OTAs. I'm just not that important about it. Jalen Hyatt, the big wide receiver, not really that big, but the wide receiver out of Tennessee coming over the Giants. He's one of those guys that I predicted, I thought would potentially go in the first round. It really did. I thought he had the correct characteristics for a franchise that's looking for a player with big play capability. A lot of people will be concerned about his route running, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned with his route running to be honest, because like, uh, I mean, he is not as, he is not as bad as a route runner, as a Wandale Robinson, not Wandale Robinson as a Kadarius Tony. He, 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 he doesn't fit into that mold. So we've talked about this a million times. Scouts, the nicest things they could say about Kadarius Tony's route running was he was unique and unique is you know, like they always say unique is pretty much a way to say it was bad or it's terrible. So we're we're not gonna like but so he's not that bad. He has the difference between him and Kadarius Tony in my mind, there's a lot of things. Besides the fact that Darius Tony was taking the first round, he was taking the third. Besides that, he has this this understanding, how it is. He has this feel for the game of football. And I never felt that Kadarius Tony had that actual feel for football. And, you know, and some, some players do, some players, some players, will you naturally put them on the field, they have a feel for the game. Jerry Rice was one of those guys that did not have the intangibles, did not have the measurables. When he came out, people said that he had bad hands, that he was slow afoot, foot, he had bad timing, but you put him on the field and he had those intangibles that made him great, made him one of the greatest players ever. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying that Jalen Hyatt's going to do that, but I've said this before: the Giants' offense right now needs. They got to get speed, demon speed. Speed's what we need. We need greasy, fast speed. Uh, you can probably tell I've been watching Rocky too. <laughs> but that's what the Giants need. This offense needs speed. It needs greasy, fast speed. It needs to have the ability to stretch the field, not only open up the running room for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, but also open up the middle for Walla Walla Waller. That's what it needs. And it's been, it's been solely lacking this speed, this true speed, this true playmaking capability since our old buddy Odell Beckham going back to 2014. Now, a lot of people, if you go back to the histrionics, because we like histrionics, a lot of people, some people thought that Odell was a mistake for the Giants to take. Because they, at that point in time, they still had uh, Hakeem Nix. They still had Rob, uh, Ruben Randall before he kind the wheels kind of fell off the bus. They fell off of the bus on that season, a 13 season. Uh, but they also still had Victor Cruz. But, you know, those players were about to make a serendipitous drop. So when they went out and they took Odell Beckham 12th overall, it was because of the fact that they needed speed. They needed. They got to get speed. Demon speed. Speed's what we need. We need greasy, fast speed. They needed greasy, fast speed. They need something that could open up the field. They needed something. Eli Manning was coming off his worst season. They needed something. They needed A life support. They needed something that could pump life into the offense. Now, Kadari, I mean, excuse me, if you take a look at it, you know, Victor Cruz had his moments. Hakeem Nix had his moments, but they needed someone that consistently had and could bring those moments. And when Beckham came in, he was a superior route runner. He was—he had the superstar potential written all over him. Some people thought it was a mistake that the Giants took him instead of taking Aaron Donald, but they understood the fact that they needed something for Eli Manning to open, the yardage, open up the offense. They needed something to open up that middle. They needed something to open up that running game, and you know what they needed? I feel the need. The need. First so it wasn't just about the route running. It wasn't just about that. The Giants, like I said, at that point in time had wide receivers. But they didn't have that difference maker. They didn't have that threat. They didn't have that home run ability. They didn't have that fear. You walked up to the Giants and you look at it and said, there is fear when you put Odell Beckham on that, on that outside. You, f- you feared him. And you also feared him as a kick returner. And, and Jerry Reese understood at that time, this is what we need. This is what we have to have. And he went out and got it. He went out and got it. He may have paid a higher price than Joe Shane did, but he got his guy. He got his guy with speed. He found that selection. He found that weapon. Now, Mike Evans, of course, went before Odell with the seventh overall pick. So you had a guy you took was five, 11, 198 pounds. And like I said before, you had he was he was a player that will that will, you know, he was looking to replace Hakeem Nicks. He was gonna join eleven former star Ruben Randall, Victor Cruz. We still, still what's his name, Jurgens as well. But you looked at the wide receiving court for the Giants, you saw back in that, back in 2013, you saw the drop off. So you needed something that was going to breathe life. And you needed someone that was going to separate the field and, and make an impact. And like I said, Odell did not come in with, with, this, with, this, with this immediate impact. He didn't. It took him a couple games, but he got it going. He got it moving on. You had like people like Ralph Falciano, I can never say his name, basically come out and say the day after the draft that Jerry Lee, this guy's a weapon, Eli Manning needs weapons on the outside. More on Reese. This guy is a lump in your throat kind of kick and punt returner. If you get some blocks, he can go. Paul Schwartz says, speed kills. Reese said that about Odell Beckham. This is an easy pick for us. Coughlin on Becklin. He's polished. He's talented. He's got big hands. Tom Rock said, I definitely think I could come in. Odell says, I definitely think I can come in. And if given the opportunity to play, I can bring a lot. And that's kind of what, that's kind of what Jalen Hyatt is. Jalen Hyatt is coming into this offense. He's coming into this ability, and if given the opportunity, if given the time, if given the wherewithal to showcase his ability, I think you could. I think you could stretch the field with him. I think you can create that one-on-one mismatch, not only for Jalen Hyatt, but for people like Walla Walla Waller in the middle of the field, for people like. I mean, same thing with people like Darius Slayton. Same with Campbell. You have a guy now that could potentially, like I said, I'm not putting him on the mantle and the pedestal of Odell Beckham because that that's just not fair to the kid. But you have a guy now that has the ability to stretch the field, has the ability to put fear into the defense. You need to you when you see him on the field, you need to know. Where he is, that's Jalen Hyatt. He also has the pedigree coming out of Tennessee. He has the big play capability. He's played in the big games. It's not new to him. And for a team that is 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 trying to come into its own in 2023, like the Giants were trying to come into their own in 2014, excuse me, in 2014, this is a guy that can help breathe life into the vertical offense. We've talked about that word before. We talked about that keyword before. If you want to become a 21st century offense and not an 80 style offense, which is ground and pound with short play action passes, you need these types of weapons. It's a lot to ask for a rookie coming in. I agree 1000%, especially for a kid that's not a first round pick, but he was taken in the first three rounds. And like I said, he has the pedigree from Tennessee. He's shown the big play capability. Everyone's going to talk about the five touchdowns. Like I've said it before, what you've done in college, you did in college. College is over. You are now in the pros. So let's examine what you're going to do in the pros. He needs to stay focused. He needs to understand his role and he needs to be placed on the field in situations where he can excel. And I think Jalen has that capability, and I think Jalen can do it. And like I said, th- the comparison to OBJ is this. The Giants understood they needed speed. The Giants understood that they needed to open up the offense to go vertical. Eli had his bad season. They understand they're going to bring in McAdoo, McAdoo, Bob can't remember. Why do I always call him? I don't know. Why do I always call him Bob? I don't know. Whatever. Ben. I was, I was thinking of the basketball player. I always. I was, I don't know. Uh, that's how old I am, but he just needs to come in. And the giants need to understand that the comparison to Odell is the fact that he is that he is that cog that could open up the total offense for you. he may only get 25, 30 receptions, but he's also a guy that can get 17, 18, potentially get 17, 18 yards a catch. And if you have him on the field and you are putting him in a position to excel, that's the way the Giants offense should build itself around. Not saying build around Jalen Jalen Hyatt, but build itself around the big play, build itself around the capability of moving the ball vertically and work through the offense that way. And then go to the run. You know, they always say you use the run to set up the pass. The Giants now potentially could set, you use the pass to set up the run. Expecting big things from Mister Hyatt. Expecting big things. Right, he might be. He might be this year's jersey I purchased. I don't know. I Haven't decided yet. Um, we're gonna have a lot of guests. Or we're gonna have a lot of fun guests on the stream on Sunday. So make sure you stay tuned for uh, stay tuned for that for Giant Sunday. It's always, it's always exciting to do. It's also the Memorial Day weekend. Um, so that'll be fun. We'll have the co-host, the Big Rob, coming in, and you know talking. Talking sports, talking Giants, talking everything else. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, I don't know how many episodes we're going to have come up today, this week. We'll see. We might have another video. We might have an on, on-the-mic video later this week. But, again, this is Tim. This is New York Giants. Straight Talk. And I've said it once before. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell because you know what it means. That'd be awesome.